I would say what's gone into it is probably two, two and a half months of uh, trying to figure out a recipe that is sustainable over the long term. And um, I thought we played a very good hockey game today, a uh, very good first period. Um, you know, we had good special teams today, contributions up and down the lineup. It was great. Great win. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with another multi-point game here, if I'm not mistaken. Just what has he meant in, in his versatility to slide back into that center role for, for the success recently? Yeah, I think uh, Ryan is a, an excellent teammate. He does whatever the coaching staff asks of him. Uh, he's well respected, and he does a lot of little subtle things in the game uh, that that he's having success with. So it's doing it five on five. He's doing it five on four. I thought that line has been really effective, and um, you know he's 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 doing a lot of really good stuff. It would appear that you're really comfortable putting different guys on the ice right deep into this game tonight with that yep. scenario. When that's the case for you, how much more of a flow can your whole team? Yeah, I, I like the word you use, Ryan. I thought uh, we got, you know, the penalties took us, took a few guys out of it. Um, I didn't get as much minutes for some as I wanted, um, but there were a lot of penalties in today's game. But um, I do believe that when you're playing with a flow, it benefits the entire team. You're not overtaxing anybody. Uh, it allows you to play the game at a certain pace. I thought we got out of that flow a little bit at the start second period, four or five minutes in the second period that we didn't love. We took, you know, five on three penalty and all that kind of stuff. But uh, once we got through that, we got back into it. What does it mean? to have Stuart Skinner given just the steady quality of goaltending that he has for you. Yeah, that's what we expect. That's what we expect. Um, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about it over the last, last while, but um, I've seen Stuart at a bunch of different um, levels, um, coached him in the American League, coached him in the National Hockey League. Uh, what we're seeing, I'm not surprised by, but it's also what we expect. Hey, what have uh, Yanmark and Yamamoto kind of done to kind of compliment Ryan Houston Hopkins? That would be a good question for Ryan. Um, what I see as a coach standing behind the bench, I see Yanmark making uh, hard plays along the wall. His wall work has been good. He's getting the puck into Nuge's hands. Um, you know, I think Yanmark's a really good penalty killer as well. Um, you know, he's, he's hanging on to pucks. He doesn't just throw them away. Um, and at the same time, he guarantees the offensive blue line. He doesn't mess around with it uh, and then chase it back to our end. Uh, he's, he's pretty firm at the offensive blue line. Yamamoto, I think, coming back into our team has been a real important addition. Obviously, everybody's uh, getting a first-hand look at just how important he is to our team. I was happy to see that he got rewarded with an offensive uh, you know, a goal tonight uh, because he's been all around it. Um, you know, Yamar played 19 minutes, yep. as you talked about, and then he scores. Uh, are those two players really kind of finding their stride, do you think? Like, are, they, are they kind of at the peak of their, of their games? I think so. I think um, Yamark is taking advantage of the opportunity that he's been given. Um, you know, his start to the year didn't go the way he wanted. Uh, he ended up in the American Hockey League. He went down, worked out his game, got in, you know, is playing big minutes, got in top shape, and uh, he's come up and he sees the opportunity that he's been given. And I believe that op opportunities multiply when they are seized.
And all of a sudden, he went from a 10 or a 12-minute player, and tonight he was played 19 minutes in an important win. He's on the first penalty kill. He's trusted to go on the ice in the last minute of the game. Opportunities multiply when they're seized. Um, injuries are never really a good thing, but because of them, players like Janmark, like Costin, and others have been able to play additional minutes. With them being able to do that later on in the season as players return, how much deeper can this will this team be, and how much better can they be because of them? Yeah, I think. Um you know, since that Ranger game, and there were times where we were four or five top nine forwards out of the lineup, and now we're starting to get back to health. But when um, when you do have those types of injuries, you learn about the depth pieces that you have. Um, you know, we've talked about uh, we talked about Yamark, but Costin was one of those guys that's come up. How about James Hamblin? The way he's playing the game of hockey right now, and um, you know, I think he's added a lot to our team. Um, so we're learning about him. And as you go through an 82-game schedule and all the rigors that are associated with that, um, you need contributions from different different people. So you, you, you had some stumbles. This was a very important part of your season. You were down a bunch of guys. You had some adversity, and then you look back at things. You're you're six and two in the last eight. So what does that tell you about what? what you've got in there and, and what you might be able to look forward to once you're at full strength? Well, I think what we are finding out is that we're learning that um, when you play towards a structure in a, and an identity, it allows you to win hockey games, uh, even if you are banged up, even if you are uh, missing important pieces. Um, and what I've seen over the last little while um, you know, we're talking about how we're playing those third periods. I see a maturity to our game. I see an understanding of what it takes to win. Um, you know, that, that's a good hockey team we just beat tonight. They played hard and uh, they were right there, but we found a way to beat them. And uh, it's a credit to our players. This, when did they come to this realization? Did they kind of say, okay, maybe we should, maybe we should start playing this way because it's working? Or <laughs> I wish I had that answer for you. Um, sometimes I think as much as everybody wants it to happen immediately, it is a process. Um, you know, there's different stages in a season. And the important thing that we're stressing as a coaching staff is the ability to get better every day. Sometimes you might not have the day you want, um, but if you learn from it, that helps you get better. And uh, I think sometimes um, lessons uh, come hard if you're deaf to them. And we want to make sure that when we are, are taught some lessons uh, in the season that, um, that we're paying attention and we use it as a growth opportunity. Jay, what are you seeing from Derek Ryan the last little while? Yeah. He looks like his game has picked up. Yeah, I see somebody, I see someone who, who understands how to play, how to play winning hockey, how to get the most out of the body that he was given. Um, you know, I sent him out for some big face-offs. Um, he works above the puck, and he's finding some offense. And I really liked where his goal was scored from today. And I think it's a... Um, we're talking about lessons, but I think it's a great example that if you haven't had the success you want to offensively, you go to that area where Derek went, pretty much uh, 
that's where most goals are scored. And the goal that was wiped out by them, why don't they just go right to the f TV and see that he whacked it in, whacked the pad. Yeah. He went through a complete rigmarole to, for a pretty obvious play. That sounds like a question for people above my pay grade. You knew, though, that you were pretty safe. Well, we had it, we had it on the bench that, that we thought it was pitched for, you know, and it was goalie interference, and we were confident, but, um, you know, we were confident in our process and our understanding of the rule, and, and we made the call. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.